Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of FTU Life After the Military. I am your host, Tony Rodriguez, and I just want to say to everybody out there, happy Veterans Day. Today is your day. Um, go out and get your free meal if you haven't already done so. And so in today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, why I decided to uh, run for political office in 2024. Uh, we're going to also discuss uh, my theory on why veterans turn into conspiracy theorists. Uh, we're going to talk about how my uh, daughter agreed to be my uh, director of communications. And of course, we'll end the show with shout outs and thank you to uh, people. And we're going to try to promote a couple of veterans businesses and the traditional goodbye. So I hope you enjoy this episode. All right, everyone. So like I stated on the opening uh I want to explain why I decided to run for political office. Um, so after doing a few of these episodes for a couple of months now, I've come to realize that uh, veterans, we have a lot to offer, right? When we get out of the military, sometimes we just don't have the right way of expressing that. Um, this is going to, you know, roll over into my theory on why veterans become conspiracy theorists, Right. So for me, I knew coming out, like I said, I stated before, I about two years out last year, I made an effort to stop using military jargon to not curse as much, to try to deprogram, my, deprogram myself and become, a, I guess, a regular citizen again, if that's how you want to view it. And so... I've been trying to do that, but I know that there are a lot of people who don't. I had a discussion with a, a, a gentleman this morning, Alfredo, and we just disagree on that, right? We see things differently. He views it like he was once a soldier. He'll always be a soldier. That part of my life is done. It's over. You know, I had some good times. I met a lot of great people, very friendly, interesting people. But that's over. I'm no longer a soldier. I don't know. It, it's, it's just done, and, and that's fine. Okay, but I still want to serve in some way, shape, or form. But, you know, Alfredo said, like, well, you can pass on your knowledge to the young soldiers. It's like, I, I totally understand where he's coming from, right? But I'm not going to do that because I've let go, and I'm not there to mentor young soldiers. Now, if somebody needs advice or help in life in general, by all means, I'll help you out. Or if you want some advice on, you know, how your career is going, I'll give you advice. But they have people for that. They're called their leaders in the military. They're NCOs, they're sergeants, and they're officers. So they should approach that. So for me, I wanted to do, I wanted, I knew I wanted to do something to help my community, right? So that's why I joined the VFW. So we could, uh, you know, help, just help out some of our veterans who might not, who might, need a little assistance. They might not have, uh, they just might have run into a little bit of bad luck and just need some help. And I definitely want to help. I want to help out the community, right? Well, I mentioned before in the episode with my uh, brother-in-law, Albert, we both, you know, made it perfectly clear. We grew up in East Los Angeles. So it was not the best neighborhood. Um, we had a better chance of either being dead uh, in a gang and in, in jail or, having a kid before we were 17 than we did to have uh, going on to college, graduating and having somewhat of a 
I guess, successful life. It's dependent on how you view success. But the odds were stacked against us, right? And I remember uh, in in school from elementary all the way up until I graduated, the teachers there would tell us, hey, uh, just keep going to school, get good grades, do the best you can, and then you apply to college and you'll get in. And, you know, there's financial aid and you'll be able to get in. You'll, you'll, be, you'll be good, right? And I understand what they were saying because what are they supposed to tell uh, a 10-year-old kid? You're probably going to be dead by the time you're – before you hit 17 or – you're going to be a parent before you hit 16. You're going to be in jail by the time, you know, you're 19, doing, being sentenced to life or being put on death row. So what are they supposed to say? It's a difficult job in a difficult neighborhood, right? So they just told us, you know, keep trying, keep trying. And so for me, I always assumed that meant that if I just did my part, did went to school, and, you know, got the highest GPA, highest grades I possibly could, that once I graduated high school, that I would have a free ride to college, that I would be set for life, right? I'd have my Lamborghini and my million dollars waiting for me and my uh, scholarship to any school I wanted to go to, right? But that's not how it works. That's not how it works. And I think part of that was just there were real no real leaders in the community to First, to give it to me straight, and then two, to help me to provide opportunities for me. And so that's all I want to do for District 45 out here in Hope Mills, right, in North Carolina, is I just want to help the people. I want to provide an opportunity for them. Um, you know, I, I don't hide it. Uh, when I was at a low point in my in my life, you know, I had... You know, my family, my mother, my, my dad passed away when I was young. And so I had my mother and I had my sisters and they were always there to to lift me up. Right. When I don't want to stand up, when I just wanted to lie down and die, like they they pulled me along. You know, they drugged me. Uh, until I was ready to, you know, start crawling um, because I couldn't stand. I couldn't run, couldn't walk my own. Right. These things take time. It's, it's progress, not perfection, right? And so they they helped me. And, uh, you know, eventually I was able to stand on my own and take a few steps, right? And along that way, I had more support. Like, again, I mentioned, you know, Drew, Jesse, Junior, Al, John, Orlando. All, all these people helped me. They helped carry me. Uh, when, when I was tired and I didn't want to go on anymore, they they pushed me they they motivated me to keep going to just you know keep trying like put in your best effort you your best effort might not be a hundred percent of your potential it might only be fifty percent but that's all you have that day and that's all right just give it what you got and just be proud of who you are or what you're doing and know you have a support system right well I, I was like again what's special about me I'm just lucky why I don't know I have no clue, no idea why. Um, but I am. I, I know I'm lucky. Um, and I'm very appreciative of that. But so for me, I want to be able to provide these young people some, an opportunity. I'm going to reach out to help you out, but you have to reach back. I want to provide you an opportunity. So if you don't want to go to college, because maybe college isn't for everyone, right? 
And maybe you don't want to join the military. Well, maybe we can get you some vocational training. Maybe you just don't know how to go about it. Well, let me be your representative and I will get you the information. Again, I'm not trying to do this for any money because $14,000, that's that's, pov- that's below poverty level, right? Like, no, I mean, who in the right mind does this, right? For, uh, yeah, I'll take on the extra work and very little pay. Well, I, I want to do that because I know I'm financially set that I, I can do that. And so I just want to help out our, our youth because they need to know that they are important and they have something to provide to our community, to our state. They, they do. Uh, but I also want to help out uh, some of our older people. Uh, residents here, citizens, right? Um, not just the veterans, but everybody out here who might be going through a little bit of a hard time and they just don't know where to get help. Well, why don't we reach out? And I, I know these sound really I, I, idealistic and I'm sure there's somebody in the local government here that's going to say, well, you know what, you need to shut your mouth. Well, no, I'm not going to shut my mouth because I've earned the right to speak my mind and I'm not criticizing you i'm saying i want to help you so please don't be offended by this and if you are i totally understand but oh wow that's just how it is right um so that leads into like why do i think citizens uh why do i think veterans become conspiracy theorists well when you leave the military i think that there's still this need to serve right because when we're in we're told we're part of the greatest fighting force the world has ever known right and we're told that we're part of the elite 1% who decided to uh, serve our country. And all that may be true, but eventually it comes to an end. Uh, whether you, again, whether you serve a day in the military, or if you serve 32 years, eventually it comes to an end. And when it's over, it's over. Nobody's going to tell you like, hey, you're part of the 1% of retirees out there. there there's like, That's it. It's all over, right? So nobody's going to pat you on the back anymore. Nobody's going to, you know, tell you you're super special. Uh, I guess just on Veterans Day, right? On Veterans Day, you can go to Applebee's or, or uh, Golden Corral and get your free meal. And you should, by all means, go go get your free meal. You've earned it. Um, but when they get out, there's nothing for them to do, right? Again, if you want to go fishing, go fishing. If you want to run for political office, go run for political office. If you want to, hey, you know what? I, I think I'm going to go to college and try out to be on the Alabama football team. I'm going to try to be a walk-on. Then go for it. Like, live your life. Live your life to the fullest. Right? Well, I've seen a lot of people say, uh, I've heard a lot of people say that, you know, they swore an oath to defend this nation from threats, both foreign and domestic. It's like, yes, we have. But when we t- retire... Or when you do finish those eight years in the military, right, and you decide that you're going to ETS, then you're relieved of that that oath. Like, it's done. And it's okay. But there are a lot of people who can't make that transition. They need something. There's something missing in their life, right, because they're not – they don't have that calling anymore. So what do they do? Oh, well, the conspiracy, right? Uh, There's going to be a civil war in in the United States. It's coming. It's coming. 
Like, I don't know what country everybody else is living in, but here where I live, it seems pretty normal. I don't see a civil war going on. If that's how you want to live, by all means, you've earned the right to be paranoid every second of the day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 52 weeks out of the year. If that's how you want to live, have at it. I don't want to live that way. I want to live my life where I can help my fellow uh, citizen, my fellow American to um, just to better themselves, to live a better life. And so I, I think that's that's what it is, right? I, I've seen these uh, these memes, right? These, uh, all these little photos where people post, it's like, beware, beware of an old man in a profession where men die young. It's like, whatever, bro, like, Knock it off with the melodrama already. Like, <laughs> who are you trying to impress? Like, if you were in the military, I, I hate to tell you this, but, you know, if you see another veteran, veteran, then we were all in the military. So I don't know. Like, you're really not going to impress me. Like, you're not. So if, if that's what you need in your life to um, feel complete, have at it. Um, but I just ask, like, hey, there are other things that you can do. You don't have to hang on to your military life. You don't have to hang on to a conspiracy. Uh, yeah, I understand people don't like politicians. I don't really care for, I don't really care for politicians either. Right. Which you would ask, oh, well, why are you running for political office then? Well, because I want to be part of the, the answer. I want to be part of the solution. I don't want to stand on the sidelines. Right. Put me in, put me in coach. I'm ready. You know, like I'm ready to go. Put me in. Right. And, and that's what this is. And I'm not saying everybody should go out and run for a political office. If you're living, if you're living in the United States and you're just living a life where you're trying to provide for your family and yourself, you're part of the solution. If you're paying your taxes, you're part of the solution. If you're out there volunteering in your community, you're part of the solution. You could be the angriest, saltiest person on the earth. If you're just here living your life, paying your taxes, doing your part, not bothering anybody, then you're part of the solution, right? We're all part of the community, and we we don't have to be the same. It's okay for us to be different. We can have different points of view on everything. We don't have to agree. We don't even have to like each other this where this craziness came in, that like I've read the Constitution a couple of times. I'm not gonna lie, I don't read it every day, but I've read it, and I don't I don't see anything in there that says that we have to love each other. Nowhere, I haven't read anything in any uh, official documents in, from the United States that says we have to love each other. Um, but what I ask is just that, like, hey, that we per, you know at least be respectful to each other. You know, you don't have to say hello to me. I like saying hi to people. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You know. I like doing that. It makes me feel better. So that's why I do it. When people don't respond back. They don't respond back. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but let's just be respectful and just let's help each other, you know, just better ourselves. Or you don't. You don't even have to help out. You don't. Um, I hear all the time about, like, voting, right? Well, if you don't vote, then you you don't get to say anything. That's stupid. That's That's just pure nonsense. If you're here in the United States and you have the right to vote, then you can use that right to vote or you don't have to use that right to vote. That's totally up to you. And all these people who judgmental jerks who are out there saying, well, that you can't say anything. Of course I can. I don't know where you live. 
but I live in the United States, which means I can voice my opinion on anything. It doesn't matter if I voted or if I didn't vote. It doesn't matter if I voted for somebody you don't like. I'm here. I'm part of this country. So I can voice my opinion. But let's try to just, you don't even have to listen to me. But how about you don't yell at me and you don't call me names when I'm, you know, pitching my ideas. You might think they're the worst ideas ever. That's fine. Give me feedback so maybe I could adjust my ideas and, you know, we can come to some sort of, you know, mutual agreement. You can negotiate, right? When you negotiate, one side doesn't get everything and the other side doesn't get everything. You get a little bit, right? And so nobody comes out 100% happy. Nobody comes out 100% mad. You're somewhere in the middle, right? This negotiation. That's what we're trying to do. And that's just what I'm trying to do here. It's like, instead of having a zero sum, sum game, why don't we just figure out how we can all lift each other up? And if you don't want to help lift me up, that's all right, because I know someone else will be there to help lift me up. If you're out there and you don't think you have somebody to help lift you up, email me. Let me know. I'll be there. I'll help lift you up. That's what we're that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to help each other out. And so again, if you're one of these veterans who's out there and you, you have this idea that we're, you know, there's this big conspiracy, if that's how you want to live, you've earned that right. You've earned that right. So Go ahead. Live that. Continue to have your point of view if that makes you happy. Um, all I ask is can you direct a little bit of that energy towards helping out your community? Because I see a lot of people who like to go on these blogs and message boards and uh, social media, and they, they're very quick to type stuff in about what's wrong with this country, but I don't see anybody... I don't see too many people out there actually just trying to help out the community. So I think if we all did that, that might help us view things a little bit differently, have a little bit of a different perspective. So who's on my committee, right? Well, uh, my daughter, my daughter is, my daughter Ashley is, and you know, she's, she's the best, Uh, you know, she's pretty smart. And this little girl, she, she could be rough with me, you know, when I'm trying to, uh, you know, I'm still trying to learn guitar. I'm, I'm on uh, bar chords right now. They they hurt. They physically hurt my forearm and my wrist. And I can only practice bar chords for about 10 minutes before my hand seizes up into a claw. And, and uh, she's over there jamming away on her violin or ukulele or the piano, right? And she tells me, you know, well, you got to toughen up. You got to toughen up, Dad. And so, you know, I'll, I'll take a, a couple of minute break, break for about two minutes and then I'll, I'll go back in and I'll, I'll practice, right? Well, I told her I was running for political office and, you know, I thought she was going to, you know, give me one of my remarks, you know, a wise ass remark, right? But she didn't. She uh, asked, like, well, who who's on your committee? And I asked, it's like, I asked her if she'd be uh, my director of communications, I told her, well, it's like, well, nobody, it's just me. And so, you know, she's smart. She knows I love Batman, right? She, she, like, if you came into my office, you'd see that I have a bunch of Batman junk in here. And so she asked, like, who's on your committee? I said, well, it's just me, just me right now. It's like, and so, of course, she throws out that softball for me. It's like, so it's just you? It's just one? And, of course, I have to come back with my Christian Bale response. It's like, 
now we're two. And of course, she started laughing and, you know, she gave me a hug and, you know, said, well, that she'd be willing to help me out with, that, with, with whatever I needed. So she's going to be my director of communications um, because uh, I need somebody to help me out with social media because I'm not too savvy on it. Uh, you know, I, I think I can appeal to the older demographic, uh, people in their 40s and older. I think I can appeal to the veteran demographic. Uh, but I need help communicating with uh, young people, people from 18 to about 40, 39, you know. Uh, and she's pretty smart. And so she's going to head up my social media accounts. And so if you see me out there doing the gritty or the dental floss dance um, or whatever, whatever new one, um, you know why. And because just trying to get the message out to people. That in 2024, I'd like to be your representative uh, for District 45 uh, for the State Assembly. Uh, just so everybody knows, I have no aspirations to move on up to the federal level, federal government. I don't want to be in the House of Representatives. I don't want to be a U.S. Senator. I don't even want to be a state senator. I only want to be, I want to serve in the State Assembly and two terms. After two terms, I'm out. If I'm lucky enough to be voted in. For one term, I'll, I'll serve that. And if I'm lucky enough to be voted in for two terms, then I'll do that. And then after that, I'm out uh, because change is good. Having people in these positions for six years should be max. Nobody should have a position in government if you're an elected official more than six years. We need new ideas, fresh ideas. If we have the same person, the same ideas, nothing will change. How can things improve if we have the same stuff? Yeah, you're right. It might get worse. It might. But it might get better. We don't know. You have to have that faith that things are going to get better. And if we all work together, it, it will. Um, so, again, right? So that's just my spiel. You know, I want it's Veterans Day, so I want to make sure I explain myself to everybody. I want to make sure I wish everybody a happy Veterans Day because you all deserved it. Right? You all deserve it. You all. I hear everybody, you know, again, I'm not putting anybody down, but I always hear people, what, what is it that's all gave some and some gave all? Uh, well, when I was younger, right, uh, you know, in the 20s, you know, you, everybody hears, hears this, right, from their friends or whatever. They're, they have this puppy love and you, you tell your girlfriend or your boyfriend, well, I would die for you. You know, when you're young, you know, in your teens, you think, wow, that's something. Wow, that's pretty impressive. They would die for me. And, so, and now that I'm older, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. For our brothers and our sisters who gave their lives, thank you very much for making that ultimate sacrifice. And I'm sorry that your families had to go through that. I hope they are all well. I hope, they're, I hope they were able to find some peace. And I hope wherever you are that you have found peace too. Okay, but for those of us who didn't make the ultimate sacrifice, um, I think we all know that, you know, coming back from combat or coming back from some of these places, living is probably a lot harder than than anything else. Just finding that strength just to go on, just to get out of bed sometimes, just to open your eyes and face another day takes everything out of you, right? So now I don't tell people that, hey, uh, man, I would die for you. It's like, no, buddy, I, I would live for you because there are days when I just 
not so much anymore in the poor room. I, I just don't want to, I don't want to do anything. Nothing. Just want to pull the blankets over my head and just let, and just stay in the dark. Uh, but that's not living. And fortunate enough, fortunately I'm still here and have the opportunity to go live my life. Today, you know, I got to talk to Alfredo and, and I want to go have my uh, vegan buffalo sandwich. Um, because that's my cheat food. I like eating it, and I like watching the birds when I'm sitting down eating my hamburger. And I know people are going to say, well, that's not really living. Well, it is for me, because it was nice and quiet. And I had a nice day to myself. Um, so I just want to say thank you to everybody who's out there, who's, who served. Today's your day. Go, go enjoy your day. Uh, but so I wanted to uh, just mention something, right? Um, my friend Orlando, he has a an Instagram page, right? And uh, he's getting pretty good with this stuff. Um, he records like videos, I guess. It's first first mission drone. Uh, on a Instagram, right? And if you go on there and you check it out, uh, it has his name, Orlando Cologne. Um, it says what he does, photographer, photography, videography. Um, it's pretty sweet. Um, basically, he has like a video camera and he hooks it up to a drone. He's licensed to do this. So, you know, if you reach out to him, he might be able to do some work for you. Um, he's not, you know, you guys won't be fined or, be arrested for flying a drone, um, but it takes some some sweet aerial footage. So I highly recommend you go on there to First Mission Drone. If nothing else, then you could just follow him and see what he has going on. And uh, with that, like that's the only one I have to uh, push um, to try to uh, get out there, so you guys can check it out and see if you like it or not, and reach out to Orlando. And, you know, just we just want to help each other out, right? So, unfortunately, you know, Crimson Tide, they didn't uh, win last week. And sometimes that's how it goes. You win some, you lose some. Uh, but I know Coach Saban's going to have the have the Crimson Tide ready to go this week. And, uh, you know, never count them out. You know, it's it's a long shot that they'll make the playoff. But if you don't give it your all, if you don't try, if you don't participate, then you have 0%, right? Right now, I think the, the – projected that they have about like a 4% chance of making the college playoff. A 4% is better than 0%. You just keep winning, you keep trying, um, that percentage will go up. So I think that's something that we should all try to follow. Oh, and if you haven't noticed, uh, I'm trying to clean up the audio. That's why the entrance, the theme music, the entrance introduction is going to be a little bit different from the rest of the, the show. Uh, I'm just trying to clean up the audio. I'm sure you're, you're all tired of hearing my squeaky chair, uh, rocking chair, my old man rocking chair here. And so I'm just trying to clean it up, right? We're looking for progress, not perfection. So it's taken me two months to try to, to figure out how to edit on here. And so I'm just doing the best I can. So until next time, just remember, everybody, you are special. You are important. You have something to offer, all right? Just find out what that is, what 
what you have to offer. Just find out what that quality is, all right? And your mental health and physical health is important. Take care of that. Until next time, uh, I'm Tony Rodriguez. Zot, zot, zot. And roll tide.